0: It's Monday, it's morning.
1: And it's macabre.
0: Whoa, what is this you're thinking? That scones sounds different this week.
1: I had a surgery.
0: (laughs) He had a surgery. We have a special Monday morning macabre for you this week because scones, way back in the the mid-90s when we signed our sling and dingers contracts, we made sure that we put a clause in there that granted scones and I each a vacation vacation. Uh, once per year. And while Sling and Dingers is a mega evil super corporation, they have standards, you know? So, Scones has taken his vacation this week. The Sling and Dingers execs came in, untied him from the rope hanging above lava, then, in an unexpected move, brought in my wife, Jenny, and tied her right up there, which is probably like a crime against humanity to do that to somebody. But,
1: real hot up here. Real hot. Real hot. <laughs> I don't know why you guys do this. It's too hot above this lava.
0: We're businessmen and it's a contract and we have to fulfill it. So say hello to... I want to be like, say hello to Macabre Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Full name. She will be the co-host this week. A lot of pressure. A lot of... A lot of big A, pressure, lot, of pressure, a lot of pressure. Really
1: big shoes to fill.
0: You're sweating profusely.
1: It's really hot above this lava. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to fill these shoes, but no. Scones um, is a
0: notoriously big-shoed man.
1: He is, but I'll I can pop on a pair of slippers and yeah shuffle the shuffle and I see mean, where we get.
0: We got chemistry.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'd call it biology.
0: Um, I mean, me and Scones.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that is true.
0: You and me are. It's it's been rough. <laughs>
1: it's debatable. I question my choices daily.
0: Yep. So, for those of you who have not listened to the show before, each week, me and usually scones this week, Jenny bring a different macabre topic, thing, spooky story, what have you, and the other one has no idea what it's going to be, and then we just chat about it. We discuss, and Jenny's going to be bringing the topic this week.
1: I'm bringing the sauce.
0: She's bringing that spooky sauce. I'm
1: bringing that ghost sauce. Ghost. Forget pe- the pepper. It's just, ghost, it's sauce. just ghost sauce. Ghost <laughs> sauce. Forget the Carolina it's just the Reaper. Ooh, ooh. Are we hot ones now? Just hot. <laughs>
0: Forget the This months. lava just is hot. sizzling. <laughs> and just quick uh quick update. Designs are being finalized for shirts and things for the merchandise. It'll be going up very soon. And what you're giving me a look. An, well, an, a, a I didn't know about Quizzical this. look. You didn't know about the merchandise?
1: You're trying to bring in that bacon, huh?
0: I mean you if you if you had listened to the last few episodes you might have
1: uh I got a kid to raise.
0: Oh okay. Got bills to pay. What if this just leads to a divorce?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might spook you so good you have to leave Ooh, the house forever.
0: That's a good point. Well enough fluff, you know?
1: Wait, who's that?
0: Oh boy, fluff is our is our dog.
1: No, I don't <laughs> I don't mean who's fluff, like who are they?
0: Oh, who, the executives?
1: No. What are these what are these like instrument wielding men in the corner? Oh, oh what oh, is this? Oh,
0: I the instrument wielding men, that's a band.
1: Oh, is that what <laughs> have that's I've never seen a
0: band before?
1: I didn't know that's what you called groups instrument- of instrument wielding men.
0: <laughs> yeah, so well, they Jenny, look first menacing. We, first you gotta tell us what we're talking about, and then we'll tell them. See the band's waiting patiently.
1: They're just staring at me.
0: Okay, well you have to tell them what we're gonna talk about oh. this week.
1: So we're going to talk about a little lady that everyone arguably knows.
0: Everyone knows this woman.
1: Okay, not. I mean
0: Michelle Obama's ghost.
1: (laughs) Michelle Obama's ghost, and everyone knows her. We're going to talk about Little Miss Lizzie Borden.
0: Ooh, little the the um, hack hack queen. The wacky (laughs) hackamole. Uh, Lizzie Borden. Cool. All right, now you can now tell the tell the. No, I
1: don't want to tell them anything. They're staring at me. Instrument
0: wielding men.
1: Instrument wielders, do your thing. Wait, no, it's that's not it. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just freestyled. The, we should. I should just make it do the
0: acapella this time.
1: Um. <laughs> and there it is. And
0: there it is.
1: <laughs> thank you, band. Thank you. Thank you. you. Instruments that were wielded with such care,
0: such grace, precision, and care from the band as always. We thank you, Jenny. Go ahead and tell us about Elizabeth Borden.
1: I'm going to stop you right there.
0: Is it just Lizzie? Straight
1: up Lizzie Andrew Borden. Andrew. Mm. Lizzie Andrew, you could just call her La Borden.
0: La Borden. Oh, yeah. La Borden. (laughs) Yeah. That's like the most obvious way of a dad being like, really wanted a son. Just give her the middle name, Andrew.
1: Definitely. So Lizzie Andrew Borden, she was born on July 19th. 1860 in Fall River, Massachusetts. Fall
0: River kid.
1: Yep. To <laughs> land of the Duncans to Andrew yep. Jackson Borden.
0: Andrew, dude.
1: I'm not making these up.
0: I almost think you are Andrew Jackson, Lizzie Andrew, and, and Jack Lisberg. The
1: mother was Sarah Anthony. <gasps>
0: you got Sarah Tony, Lizzie, <laughs> Andy, and Andy Jack.
1: Andy Jack. So Andrew, Lizzie's papa. Uh, had modest upbringings and struggled financially in his youth. Okay. So we all, I want to say, I mean, I don't know, but I want to say we all know what Lizzie Borden's whole thing is about.
0: Um, there, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just
1: going to leave it at that.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Ironically enough, her father eventually prospered in the manufacturing and sale of caskets and furniture.
0: Macabre. Very macabre. And
1: fitting. And he went on to become a successful property investor, among other ventures. Her father goes on to die. Okay. At the time of his death, his estate was worth $300,000.
0: That sounds like it'd be a lot of money for that time.
1: Well, let me tell you.
0: I mean, I make that like weekly, but that sounds like a lot for them. Right,
1: right. In today's times, it's $8.5 So he turned those caskets for a mean profit and became a property uh, investor.
0: We're going to quit our job. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm just going to
1: manufacture caskets.
0: Casket manufacturing. And this is a... I mean, we could get the business drummed up through the podcast, I think.
1: Yeah. We just need clients... If um, anyone out there is dead... To start dropping. Yeah.
0: If you guys need... If you guys know someone who is dead or is close and you want to send a Procure wedding, a casket. We will pay for shipping.
1: Yep. And we will put <laughs> a... um bedazzled spooky glizzy under the Ooh, pillow f- in your casket <laughs>
0: in your cat for free i thought you were gonna say a spooky bidet <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just sprays up spooks <laughs> just ghosts it's come ju- spraying yeah, it's, out <laughs> it,
0: it, it's, a, it's a spooky a, it's bidet a
1: spooky glizzy spooky you get to choose
0: inside the casket that sprays fog
1: yeah i mean it sounds nice
0: i know I, would want, I want one for my toilet
1: i'm i'm gonna i mean these people these listeners know nothing about me no they don't if know. there's one thing I want you to take away about me, yes, all jokes aside, I love a good glizzy she does. with some mustard. And whenever that that good boy scones, yeah. whenever I eat a glizzy, yes, I usually don't want the bun. He's I let bun it man. get a little soggy, maybe a little mustard that's been on there too long.
0: Yep, yep. he loves it. He is like a raccoon for glizzy buns.
1: <laughs> He's a glizzy bun. Raccoon. Yeah, he like tried and true.
0: Yeah. He was at our place the other day and he was like, Hey, do you have any like snacks? And he just ate a glizzy bun.
1: And there it is.
0: Can we call glizzy buns glizzy jackets?
1: (laughs) Like a glitzy jacket, but for glizzy boys.
0: I bet a lot of people were thinking they're gonna stay on track a lot more because Scones is in here. You are it's just
1: yeah, it just doesn't happen. We don't know what that means. Uh Lizzie also had one sibling, her older sister Emma, and they are said to have had a religious upbringing. And as a young woman, Lizzie was even the Sunday school teacher for Children of Immigrants. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Quite. Uh, so they had a seemingly pleasant enough childhood. Unfortunately, Lizzie's mother passed away in 1863, so Lizzie was only three years old. I can't...
0: have. We've said Glizzy Borden by now, right? We haven't.
1: We haven't. <laughs> and I feel like we need to stop now. Issue a public apology. <laughs> public apology. If... Anyone has been sitting at home going, why aren't they calling her Glizzy Borden? Someone is yelling at the radio. Or... Go ahead and write in. Yeah, write We're in. We're going to...
0: Send us a DM. I mean,
1: I'm saying we. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm just filling the shoes over this lava infested like, office. It's but infested. It's, it's infested <laughs> with lava. But uh, write in. We will send you everything you need and you can take over because for us to let up on that is a sin.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. Anyway, Glizzy.
1: So, Glizzy, Sunday school teacher. Um, So they had a seemingly enough pleasant childhood. So, unfortunately, Lizzie's mother passed away in 1863 when Lizzie was just three years old. Uh, So it was only the girls and Andrew until 1865 when Andrew married their stepmother, Abby Gray.
0: Abby Gray. Grabby A.
1: (laughs) Grabby A. (laughs) We got to drop the glizzy thing because I'm just going to focus on hot dogs this whole time and I love a good mustardy dog. Um, (laughs) But for real. Lizzie would only refer to her stepmother as Mrs. Borden, and they reportedly never had a close relationship.
0: That's a classic teen stepmom relation.
1: But she was five when she came into the picture, so you oh, would so think there was so, potential wow, for was, yeah. a relationship growth of sorts.
0: But she was like, nope, I'm she five, like, and I know it's She was like, Mrs. Borden,
1: GTFO. Yeah. But she didn't GTFO.
0: <gasps> she GTFI'd. She got, she got in. F in.
1: So tensions, they grew over the years as Andrew and Abby gave away multiple properties to various members of Abby's family. Ooh. And A- Lizzie would always believe that Abby married her father for his money.
0: I would believe the same thing.
1: I mean, I do believe it.
0: That's why you married me, right? Because of my massive vast property?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, no, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. Anyways, um yeah. As Andrew had become prosperous over the years, the family did not want for much. They even had a live-in maid, Bridget Sullivan, or her nickname, Sully. Maggie. Uh, I mean, where does Maggie come from? I don't you're kn- telling Well, me- I do know technically where she comes from. She was uh, from Ireland, Okay. an immigrant right from Ireland. It. Sully. So maybe that's why they called her Maggie, but her name's Bridget Sullivan.
0: You're telling me an Irish person in Fall River's not getting called Sully, that is a, that is a crime.
1: Sully, good. I don't believe it. I could have done better. Sully kid.
0: Oh, that's re- that's such a good Boston accent. Yeah, you know <laughs> it is. I Sully kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who, what's your maid's name? Sully kid. <laughs> 3, oh, 000. cute. Oh, she what? sounds so endearing. So let's get down to it. Yeah, let's get to that. Biz. So many a year passes. Lizzie, while she's has a fine enough life, she's not really close to her father. She's not close to her stepmother. And then something, a couple things happened. So we're getting close to the macabre. Event here.
0: Ooh, we're coming up to that macabre cinematic climax.
1: Yes. So, in May of 1892, Andrew killed multiple pigeons in their barn with a hatchet.
0: What the fuck? Wait, he just like...
1: Well, he thought they were attracting local children to come hunt them. (laughs) So, I mean... So, he killed... Weird
0: dude. He's like,
1: these pigeons are (laughs) attracting the local children. I must kill them with a hatchet.
0: So, he hates children or... I'm confused Or as to, he
1: doesn't... He was jealous that uh, they oh, weren't hunting him, him and yeah. they were hunting his pigeons.
0: It's like a reverse, the most dangerous game.
1: I haven't seen it.
0: No, you haven't. But I'm
1: going to agree with you. Sounds Great. just like that. So Lizzie apparently had just built a roost for the pigeons. Okay. So she was deeply upset over her father hatching, oh, like chopping them all up, which... Okay. How old was Lizzie at this time? Well, this is 1892. So she's thirty-two years old.
0: Oh. Wow, uh, okay.
1: So I mean she is
0: She's yeah, she's
1: plenty old and well within her means to be upset that he chopped all of her pigeons killed up. Told
0: her, her friends.
1: So that is said to have upset her deeply. And then leading up to the infamous murders, which occurred August 4th. Oh, tomorrow. I'm gonna say this was on purpose. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.
0: <laughs> happy anniversary! Just happy anniversary.
1: happy. This is happy. Just
0: congratulations! Congrats.
1: Big so fans. that was in May. The chopped up pigeons. Yep. Now we're in August. So in the days leading up to August fourth, yep. the entire board and household was violently ill. Mm-hmm. There was a spoiled.
0: <laughs> You're kind of giggling about this. Well, it's kind of gross. Oh, okay. Oh, you know why they got ill?
1: I mean, I looked up all this. Oh, okay. I, give me give me that. I knew. I mean, that's, you there was a spoiled mutton stew they all ate. Yeah. <laughs> see, we laughed because A, mutton stew. Mutton
0: stew is funny. B, it's I don't that care who you are.
1: rank, rank mutton.
0: Is that Yeah, it's that ranky mutts.
1: So that was suspect to be the reason that glizzy they all got bored sick. Glizzy and
0: was serving up some ranky mutts.
1: <laughs> and isn't it expected?
0: Yeah. I mean, if your name's Glizzy. If your
1: name's Glizzy, you're <laughs> serving up those rotten muddies. So- They're all like, we ate the rotten muddies. Yeah. Obviously, that's why we're sick. Yep. But her stepmother, Abby, had assumed they were poisoned. Gabby A. As Andrew was a well-known man for his monetary worth. Oh. Okay. So, just tuck that in the back of your brain.
0: Initial suspicion of like, maybe somebody's trying to off them. And then someone's like, I got to be more direct.
1: Take that information.
0: Yep. Do with it what you will. Pack it up.
1: Pack it up. Put Put a nice little bow on it and stuff it in the back of your noggin.
0: Okay. It's in there.
1: The day is here. (gasps) August 4th, 1892, and I don't mean to sound like wicked jovial, but let's all be honest, the macabres are here for that spooky spooky.
0: Yeah, they're here for that double S spooky.
1: Yeah. August 4th was an extremely hot summer day. Andrew, the father, was out for his morning walk shortly after 9 a.m. Lizzie's sister, Emma, was away. It seemed like a normal day. Yeah. Just hot. Just hot. Abby, the stepmother, goes upstairs to make the bed sometime between 9 and 10.30. Okay. According to forensic investigation, Abby was up there making her bed and was facing her murderer at the time she was attacked.
0: Oh! Oh, so it starts early.
1: Yeah. She, whoever, maybe Lizzie, woke up and was like, let's Like, it's go time, baby. Yeah. This is it. So Uh, Abby was first struck on the side of her head with a hatchet, which cut her just above her ear. Okay. She turned and fell face down on the floor. Her killer then struck her 17 more times directly Jesus. to the back of the head. To the head. To the head. All in her head.
0: So what? She go to... She like
1: 17 more t- So 18 times total. She's struck.
0: So she's okay though, right?
1: Well, yeah. You know, she, <laughs> she had a bed, wicked right? headache. Yeah, oh my God. Migraine say. of the decade. So but
0: pop an Advil, you're good to go.
1: Yeah. Jesus. So clearly, I mean, if obviously there's aggression here. Yeah. It seems it's like not just gonna, a quick yeah, pop, not. pop. It's
0: it's not going it's for chop, efficiency. Chop. It's going for overkill. It's yeah. It's not a pop pop. It's, a it's chop, a chop, chop chop. And that's what the police will say.
1: What I loved.
0: Yeah, tell me what you loved about this. Is situation.
1: the Wikipedia article says, in quotes, 17 more direct hits to the back of the head, comma, killing her." I <laughs> fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I assumed after whack number one, yeah. she was probably down for the count, but they wanted 17. to let us know. So, meanwhile, Andrew's been out for his walk. He returned from his morning walk around 10.30 a.m. and was unable to open the locked door. So he knocked in the hopes that someone would come let him in. Okay. So Bridget the maid went to unlock the door but muttered a swear as the door was jammed.
0: Right. An expletive. If you will. And I will.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. She would later testify she heard Lizzie giggling after hearing this.
0: Oh, that's creepy.
1: hard mm, for the course.
0: Yeah, I guess. If you're 32 years old and someone's like, oh shit, and you're like... <laughs> 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 Oh, that, that's Hi. way It's So funny.
1: <laughs> she did not see Lizzie, but stated the laughter was coming from the top of the stairs, which is significant because that's where Abby was already,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Axed.
1: Literally, literally.
0: Literally. Figuratively. Emotionally. All the things. Spiritually, it's everywhere. Metaphysically.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, do your most delicious like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the face you're making with it. Your eyebrows are doing some kind of dance. Do it as deep as you can.
0: Mm. <laughs> so tasty! Yum 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 yum. It
1: reminds me, there's some movie. I w- oh, Deuce Bigelow.
0: Oh, isn't European it? Where she's like,
1: movie. "This is delicious." And she's rubbing like chicken drumsticks all over herself while she's lying on the bed.
0: Um, I admittedly haven't like watched all of those because I have taste, but that's fine. Moving on.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Rob Schneider is. Only the biggest award-winning he, actor right. there's he been. But hey, if you have taste, most, I I can respect that. He
0: is a a I mean just legendary. It's like everyone says Lenny Bruce, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Ross. No
1: Rob no, Schneider. No, we're not talking comedians. He's the most decorated oh, like, like <laughs> uh decorated like a veteran. <laughs> but he's the most decorated actor of all time.
0: I see. I see. He has the most purple hearts out of any actor.
1: So anyhow. Lizzie's upstairs, which is where Abby's dead.
0: Yeah,
1: Lizzie went on to deny being upstairs and testified that she told her father Abby was off to see a sick friend.
0: Wait, what? the The maid said this. I don't know. Oh, Lizzie said about Abigail. Lizzie,
1: yeah, Abby, okay, okay, you guys aren't. I never said no, Abigail. You're Abigail not that really, close good, to her. Like friends. I, I didn't know you guys were that tight. Yeah, Abby, you should be worried. I a little. Abby was off to see a sick friend. Uh, so Lizzie reported Andrew came home from his walk and she helped him remove his boots and she lied him down on the couch to take a nice nap. I mean, is, how old is Andrew? Like true, three?
0: Yeah. What do you mean like three?
1: He's down for a nap. Oh, oh, oh. Lizzie put Andrew down <laughs> for a nap, but whatever. So her, her pappy, Andrew, is down for his nap. <laughs> pappy. So anyhow, she wasn't feeling well from that rotty muddy stew and she went upstairs to take a nap. Yep. Bridget would go on to testify that she was in her third-floor bedroom, resting from feeling unwell and cleaning windows earlier in the hot day when Lizzie called out for her shortly after 11 a.m. This is the quote, and remember Bridget's nickname is Maggie.
0: Okay, classic.
1: Maggie, come quick. Father's dead. Somebody came in and killed him.
0: (laughs) I mean, hey, way to convey information.
1: I did it. Couldn't have been any, like, yeah. please come. come Someone quick. killed this Somebody guy, has my dad. Father. <laughs> so obviously, Bridget runs downstairs. Andrew was on the couch and had been struck with a hatchet like weapon 10 or 11 times.
0: This is an anger. This is, this is anger.
1: One of his eyeballs had been split cleanly in two. Shit. He was still bleeding, suggesting the attack was very recent after Lizzie <laughs> just called out for Bridget. So obviously, the police officers are called, Yep. and Lizzie's answers to the officer's questions were reportedly strange and contradictory from the start.
0: She sounds not good at this whole murder thing.
1: Nope. Initially, she reported hearing a distressed call. Two hours later, she told police she heard nothing and didn't realize anything was wrong.
0: <laughs> the classic. The old switcheroo. The switcheroo bee. She heard herself in confusion.
1: When questioned where her stepmother, Abby, was, she said she had received a summons to visit a sick friend. She later said she thought Abby was back in the house and had asked someone to go upstairs and look for her.
0: Okay, so we've, cha- we've already changed stories. Lizzie doesn't know
1: her ass from a crack in the sidewalk. Well, shoot, shoot. We. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Most of the officers that questioned Borden reportedly admitted they did not like her due to her attitude and constantly changing alibis.
0: Yeah, and the axe murdering.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, get this. Are you ready to get this? Um, Are you going to pick up what I'm going to put down? Put
0: it down and we'll find out.
1: All right. That's fair. The police checked Borden's room, but at the trial, they admitted they did not do a proper search as Lizzie told them she was not feeling well and wanted to rest.
0: Ah. So
1: they just stopped checking her room.
0: That's uh, she. she was like, hey, I got to take a nap after all this. She's
1: like, listen, my my dad and stepmom are dead. I'm just so I just need tired. to catch some disease. And the police were like, you know what? You have that right. <laughs> and just let her let her be. Thank you, police. Yeah. So, they didn't do a proper check of her room. They never checked her clothing for blood stains.
0: That's... This is insanity.
1: <laughs> and they were, not surprisingly, subsequently criticized for their lack of diligence. I bet.
0: Do you think it has... It's something where it's like, oh, back then, you don't... Women wouldn't do... Like, a woman wouldn't do such a well, thing. Well, there were
1: people that said that because she was a Sunday school teacher. And this right. was a well-to-do family. So, uh, the police did check in their basement... In the basement, the police found two hatchets, two axes, and a hatchet head with a broken handle. <laughs> there was suspicion the hatchet head could have been the murder weapon, as the handle it could have been broken off if it was blood covered. She is
0: so bad at this. So bad. Not even hiding. You know like, what? No, the
1: police are so bad I, at this. I guess that's
0: true. Yeah, it's like. They're, they're all just. Everyone's dumb.
1: <laughs> the 1800s people, brains hey, are rotten. If
0: you're from the 1800s, you're listening, you're dumb. You're
1: rotten. You're dumb. So, in addition, the police said the handle appeared freshly broken and the dust and ash on the head looked like it had been deliberately applied. <laughs> what more do we need? I know.
0: Yeah. Why can we not arrest? Oh, there's one person surviving.
1: <laughs> to me, Found this a is weapon. case closed. We got the guy, the gal. So, now we're, we've kind of been intermingling trial speak.
0: Intermingling what do you mean by intermingling? You know, I'm
1: kind of like in the trial. She said this. Oh, I see. Police okay, this. Okay, I'm kind of like I you throwing you were using in
0: vocabulary that.
1: No, I'm throwing in little yeah, seeds yeah, yeah. of yeah. trial. Nog nah.
0: foreshadowing, you might say.
1: Remember earlier, I asked you guys to take that knowledge <laughs> and put uh, it in a nice little package, mutton. the rotten mutton, and like stick it in your cute little noggins. You all have so cute, so cute. Well, let's take that package from the back of your, <laughs> your noggin. <laughs> We're going to untie the red bow, let oh. it fall open. Okay. Because the household illness prior to the murders and Abby's known concern over potential poisoning, Andrew and Abby's stomachs uh, were tested for poison. None was ever found. Oh. So that mutton was, was just some just funk bad ass <laughs> just stew. Just not good at cooking. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what a, what... Can we talk about mutton?
0: Let's let's chat. Let's welcome to Mutton Talks. This
1: was funk ass <laughs> mutton stew. Some funk ass mutt stew. Dude,
0: that fams.
1: <laughs> like, what can I be so? You may mutton <laughs> educate me on it.
0: Oh, are you asking like what is mutton? Mm. In my it's head, it's meat. like rabbit. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a stringy meat.
1: Just any stringy meat.
0: It could. I mean, rabbit is my first thought as well. So it could be specifically rabbit, but I'm not sure.
1: So um, something I have not mentioned yet is that Lizzie's uncle had been in town staying with them, but he wasn't at the house at the time of the murder. So the okay. reason, though, this is relevant is because when he returned to the house after everything is said and done and the incident is known, he found Lizzie tearing up a dress. <laughs> she explained. She's so bad at every she's aspect so, of this. She's just rotten to her little core. Yeah. She explained she was going to light it on fire because it was covered in paint. Okay. Because whenever I have clothes covered in paint, I have to light them on fire. (laughs) Like, there's no, don't throw it it away. Let's
0: get the cremator.
1: Don't clean it. Just light it on fire. (laughs) No other option.
0: She's not good at hiding things at all. It's like every single attempt she makes to hide something, everyone's like, oh, hey, you're doing that right now, huh? And she's like, no, uh, yeah, I guess. And they're like, oh, go on, continue. Exactly. This is... I don't know who's dumber. It's I don't know which stew. party. It's Mutt's too. It's Yeah.
1: It never was determined if she was wearing this dress when the murders occurred or not.
0: I have a I think suspicion. think she was.
1: But hey, what do we know? So Lizzie's hearing was four days after the murders on August 8th. Okay. So Lizzie's testimony was privately provided. She had been being prescribed regular doses of morphine Shit. to help calm her nerves. That's lit. Which they think might have affected her testimony.
0: Okay. That. Her
1: behavior <laughs> was described as erratic, and she often refused to answer questions, even if they could have been beneficial to her to answer. All right.
0: This, she just sounds like a, like every, okay. Yeah. It, the it's morphine absurd. seems like the primary culprit here.
1: Absurd. She often contradicted herself. Again, she said she was in the kitchen reading when her father arrived home. She later said she was in the dining room ironing when he came home. And then she later said she was coming down the stairs when he came home.
0: Yeah. It sounds just like someone high on morphine with an axe.
1: Well, no, they gave her morphine after because they needed her to be calm for her testimony. Oh, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. yeah, hold up. I thought you were saying she was on morphine. No, to begin with.
1: they prescribed her morphine after afterwards to I keep see. her calm, and then had her testify.
0: That's that's just good uh, law enforcement, right there.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. The district attorney, the DA, if you will, was very aggressive and confrontational. I mean, as he. God damn should be, because maybe he's the only one in this whole hullabaloo that- With a brain? Knew. Yeah. On August 11th, Lizzie was arrested and jailed. Okay. Because that DA had a brain cell in his head and was like, this- This is very obvious. Bish.
0: Bish. This bish be doing it.
1: Peach, this peach, this peach. Where is he from? This peach be rotten to his core. Oh, okay. I mean, you couldn't tell it.
0: Oh, it's Boston again, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Fall River Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> so, um, Lizzie did not take the stand in her own defense and privately gave her inquest testimony. Such testimony was later ruled inadmissible.
0: I mean, she's on morphine. It's all inadmissible.
1: Anywho... It also these articles said she bit her lips, flushed, and bent toward Attorney Adams. So maybe a little flirting going on in this private testimony.
0: Oh, you think that's flirting?
1: If I'm biting my lips at you, flushing, and bending towards you, like
0: oh, I see, I see. I you know, see. if a little eyebrow raise, she did, a little fighting. F- listeners, she did a, a, a physical representation of what. She- and it makes sense. I
1: don't think she bit her lip, flushed a toilet, I, and then <laughs> bent down at him. Like, I think she bit her lips, gave a little blush or two. I see.
0: She did the old, the old flirtsky. <laughs> like,
1: mm, and flushed. And they were like, we cannot accept this testimony.
0: <laughs> All right, so she was trying to, trying to. She was uh, trying
1: to make bodily friends with the attorney.
0: Wow, that is the wow. worst way you can. We're Please trying, don't raise our daughter and be like, well, make, uh, when a man and a woman make bodily friends,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were just trying to make a skin connection.
0: That is sickening, <laughs> and listeners are throwing up worldwide.
1: <laughs> skin connections. Bomb- so, during the trial, okay, this is this whole thing is just a big hullabaloo. Yep, Lizzie Borden, just go flush yourself because you're <laughs> a big poop. I just, I'm,
0: wow. I mean, <laughs> words.
1: <laughs> the words you of a new when she gets political, mother. This, is the only <laughs> this is like new mother words. You're a big old poop and you should flush yourself.
0: If you're going to act like that, go flush yourself because you're
1: a big poop. <laughs> that's like,
0: yeah, that's, there's that's, a
1: sign. I wouldn't mind getting it. And it says, if you're going to act like a turd, go lay in the yard. <laughs> and I love it. And it's true. So Lizzie Borden, go lay in the yard and then you Dad's know what? Get pick jokes, yourself up, gets- march yourself in. Drop yourself in the <laughs> toilet and flush yourself.
0: Moms get mom analogies. mom nom. Mom-nom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I'm> mom-nom. <laughs> during the trial. All right, enough mom-na. During the trial, the skulls of both victims oh, were brought into the courtroom. They were, just the skulls. Just the
0: skulls. They're, how did they, where did the skin go? They how were
1: long? removed during <laughs> autopsy. They removed the entire fucking face? They removed the head. These people that probably, I mean, they're already all literally hacked up and should have just been buried. Yeah. They removed their heads and brought them into the courtroom. Christ! And Lizzie fainted upon seeing them.
0: Wow. Well, she couldn't have done it. She fainted.
1: Right. Now, let's get a little more...
0: That's nuts. Cray. Uh, More cray.
1: I, I wrote this in all capitals because, what the fuck? Evidence was excluded.
0: Oh, as evidence should be.
1: That Borden... Sought to purchase acid the day before the murder. <laughs> <laughs> the judge ruled this incident was too remote in time to have any connection. Remote in
0: time. One day.
1: One 24 day, hours She prior. was like, I need to buy acid. They were like, no. And she was like, fine, I'll hack them up myself. <laughs> and the, the courtroom's like, you know what? I don't see a connection.
0: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, how could that possibly be related to the actual murders?
1: So anywho, testimony's inconclusive. About an hour and a half of deliberation, and the jury acquitted Borden of the murders.
0: That's insanity.
1: Apparently, there was what not the... enough concrete evidence against her.
0: That's nuts.
1: Lizzie left the courtroom and told reporters on her way out, I'm the happiest woman in the world.
0: What an what an a-hole. What theories did the defense come up with?
1: Um, I'm going to give you some popular theories.
0: Okay. If you'd give me a chance. All right, go ahead.
1: While she was acquitted, Lizzie is widely regarded as the no murderer of her father and stepmother. I bet. In the murder mystery world, she is a notorious figure, um, and there has long been speculation as to why she did it, assuming she did. I'm just... I'm assuming she did. There's sh- no question in my mind.
0: She's the O.J. Simpson of 1800s. Sure.
1: Like O.J. did it. It's a fact. Yeah. Lizzie did it.
0: Lizzie did it and then wrote a book called If I Did It, How I Would Have Done It.
1: Right. And like I know your whole shtick on this here podcast is we'll never know. I know. Lizzie did it. Lock it down. <laughs> lock her corpse up.
0: No, I think a lot of times we're like, who knows? But this time it's it's pretty apparent. It's
1: pretty apparent. So one person.
0: And as parents, we can say that.
1: theorist proposed she was in a confused fugue state. Yep. Another popular suggestion is that she was physically and sexually abused by her father, which led her to kill him. I There's that. little evidence to support this okay. theory. Mm, never mind. But incest was not discussed openly at the time. Another theory, and this was seems to be a more popular theory, yep, is that Borden was in a romantic relationship with Bridget the housekeeper and was caught by Abby. Oh. It is then thought she killed Abby And killed Andrew as well when he reacted in the same negative manner. (laughs) In later years, aside from this whole case, Borden was rumored to be uh, in a lesbian relationship, Mm. which further supports this theory for some people. So who knows? That's a maybe, maybe. That one's interesting, at least. It is. Bridget and Lizzie did not continue any kind of relationship, whether personal or romantic, after the trials. But on Bridget's deathbed, she reportedly told her sister that she changed her testimony on the stand to protect Lizzie Borden.
0: What else do we need? Yeah, this is. Someone's like, I literally lied to protect her.
1: (laughs) Whatever. I mean, hey, I am. I'm not the cop.
0: Yeah, you're not the cop. Okay, so did Lizzie live out the rest of her life? And she did. (sighs)
1: So after the dust settled, Lizzie and her sister, Emma, inherited her father's estate. Okay. So because Abby was killed first, all of her estate and everything went to Andrew. Then Andrew was killed next. And all of his <laughs> that's stuff. That's how
0: they do it? They did. it in chronological like order one, of a murder? They
1: did. And then everything went to the girls. So not only did they kill. They made out like bandits. They,
0: made, they made like $8 million. Yeah.
1: Lizzie and her sister used their inheritance to buy a new house. Um, Lizzie changed her name.
0: to Glizzy. Like well,
1: for anim- an- anonymity. Thank you for those purposes. She changed her name to Lizbeth.
0: Not Elizabeth. (laughs) Lizbeth. 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 Lizbeth.
1: If you're going to change your name,
0: don't go from Lizzie (laughs) to Lizbeth. Lizbeth.
1: Like, be like from Lizzie to Donna or something. Donna. Donna. Sweet Donna Donna from Boston. (laughs) Don't. Like, don't do that. So
0: sweet, Donna from Boston. Lizzie
1: changed her name to Elizabeth, but unsurprisingly, was never able to escape her past. Even though co- the court deemed of her innocent, of course
0: she wouldn't escape her past. It's very obvious that she's a she's a real, real piece dummy of, piece of work.
1: Real piece of you know what she's like. I am going to tell you what she's like. Tell me what she's like. Have you ever been? fondling around under a desk and you come across a wad of old gum yep
0: yep yep yep. yep.
1: that's lizzie borden she's mm, a wad of old, old gum, gum
0: under the desk of under justice. the desk and you
1: touch it and you go oh lizzie lizbeth anyhow she was ostracized by fall river and once again viewed negatively when she was found shoplifting in 1897 she can't as if the murder wasn't enough they're like well and she shoplifted
0: <laughs> well she took a twix
1: but whatever, so Lizzie lived until nineteen twenty seven when she passed from pneumonia. Good at the time of her death, she was worth two hundred and fifty thousand or four point nine million <laughs> in today's doll hairs in her trust, she allocated five hundred dollars or an equivalent of ten thousand dollars in today's money for perpetual care of her father's grave. Could okay. you be any more guilty?
0: yeah. She sounds like you're a literally real,
1: dying, and like, please just watch out just after make this sure because I cleaned. like cut his eyeball in half. Like, yeah. <laughs> hello,
0: hello,
1: hello! Look out, grave cleaners. Anywho, so Lizzie Borden in the stratosphere of murder mist lives on, mm. and everyone knows that knows this story. The little riddle,
0: the the song. Go ahead uh mary mary quite contrary glizzy up that rotten mutt <laughs> <laughs> something like that isn't it a, no no that
1: that was it, how does it go? no it's, that was it you have to glizzy up uh, I, that rotten mutt
0: <laughs> I, what was the it's like i've heard it so many times too and i just can't you call remember. yourself a
1: macabre hold master hold
0: on hold on hold
1: on hold on i'm um, sad for your heart
0: lizzie borden or er, it was like something, something was so blank. She hatcheted her mom's little tank.
1: <laughs> Oof. Her <laughs> mom was already dead, you sick all bastard.
0: Right. Sorry. What, what is it?
1: Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. What's weird to me when I was like reading all this and mulling it over in my little brain here.
0: Yeah, your real little, little real tiny mouse brain.
1: brain is that I remember. Like saying that, like chanting it, is like a fun thing in like fifth or sixth grade. Yes. <laughs> like me and all my friends were like Lizzie board like you. Well, we weren't going around saying it, but like you learned it, and you were like, "Oh, you have you heard that this?" When you were
0: in elementary school,
1: fifth or sixth grade is middle school.
0: Fifth grade is ten. Is 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 not for me. Elementary school for me, not for me, sweet okay. sir.
1: <laughs> Sorry, but. I remember us being like, oh, my God, have you heard of Lizzie Borden? And being like, Lizzie Borden had an axe. And I remember telling my parents, too, and they're like, oh, yeah, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. So there is a rarely known second verse. Oh, I didn't know this because it's rarely known. Yeah. Andrew Borden now is dead. Lizzie hit him on the head. Up in heaven, he will sing. On the gallows, she will swing.
0: Oh, I
1: love it, and I can't wait to teach our daughter that someday.
0: Verse. I well, we'll talk about that off the. air.
1: Daddy, Lizzie's swinging from the gallows. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ,
1: there's been many movies, TV shows, books all revolving around Lizzie's life and the murders. Apparently, there's even a song about her called "She Took an Axe by Flotsam and Jetsam. Cool. There's an annual reenactment of the murders. Jesus. Can you imagine getting murdered and yeah. finding out like over a hundred years from now, every year they're like, let's do it let's, again. Hey,
0: everybody, this shit happened.
1: And just you have to watch yeah. from heaven and hell wherever you are and go, fuck. Damn. That sucked. Yeah. I was even able, and we will put this on the website. Oh. We meaning Darcy. Okay. I was even able to find a recipe for Lizzie's meatloaf that was found <laughs> on a recipe card at our house.
0: Lizzie loafs for everyone. If- First Five people to write in get a Lizzie loaf. I was
1: about to say, well, I'm not saying anyone Lizzie loafs, but <laughs> the first person who sends a who does that actual recipe and mm. sends a picture of, yeah, a, Lizzie of a Lizzie meatloaf Lizzie loaf. will get a nice little Monday morning macabre sticker.
0: Yeah, you'll get a stick you'll get a sticker.
1: And I know you're like, I'm just getting a sticker. You also got Lizzie Borden's meatloaf recipe. What more do you you want? Like, that is a dream come true. Get
0: your loved ones together and make a Lizzie loaf. Because here at Monday Morning Macabre, we're about togetherness.
1: We totally are. And imagine you're sitting around the Christmas table. I mean, I don't know who's having meatloaf for Christmas. Maybe that's your thing. It's not mine, maybe it's yours. (laughs) You're sitting around the table, it's Christmas. Santa has come and eaten those cookies, drank his milk. Mm. You're having a great day. You opened your presents. You gather around the table and you go, family, what we have here is Lizzie Borden's meatloaf. (laughs) And when someone says, what's 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 measles? (laughs) You go, let's discuss the 1800s. When someone goes, what is this Miss Borden's meatloaf? You go, she murdered her parents. This is her meat. (laughs) And so that's and the BS that is the mystery of Lizzie Borden. It's not a mystery but apparently it's the most well one of the most well-known murder mysteries.
0: Yeah, there's it's it's 90% murder, 10% mystery, and the mystery is how's that loaf taste? So, thank you for listening everybody. And that's uh that's Lizzie Borden. So we will send you a sticker if you make the loaf. We are people of the our word. The first person. First person who sends the loaf gets a sticker. Make sure you follow us on our socials, mmmacabepod on Twitter, Monday Macab on Instagram, and www.mondaymorningmacab.com. And make sure to keep an eye out for the merch. It's coming soon along with that Patreon. And we will see you next
1: Monday. It's been real. Boy. Boy.